0: One of the most important things to remember about stones is that stones are used to build altars and altars are spiritual platforms of sacrifice that can be used to alter or change the dynamics of things in the spirit. Destinies can be altered in the spirit through altars When you gather the stones and take them out, the enemy has no raw materials, no, no raw materials to build his evil, satanic, and deadly altars. So gather out the stones, gather out the stones. Please note that when satanic agents want to afflict, curse, or demobilize God's special children, they are Attempt these by building altars. Multiple altars built with stones positioned at strategic locations and activated, multiplexed to produce a spiritual force that can hinder and hurt God's people. And when you become a threat to the devil, And his agents, they began to look for means to curse or attack you on every side. What are satanic altars used for? Altars are spiritual platforms used to curse God's powerful people. Yes, Numbers chapter 21 verse 1 to 6. Then the people of Israel traveled to the plains of Moab and East of the Jordan River, across from Jericho, Balak son of Zippor, the Moabite king, had seen everything the Israelites did to the Amorites. And when the people of Moab saw how many Israelites there were, they were terrified. They were terrified. Oh yes, oh yes, your growth is causing panic attack in the kingdom of hell. The devil is terrified. His agents are terrified. Your powerful and consistent prayer life is a major concern in the camp of the enemy. Daniel's three times prayer per day was a major problem for the devil. Your increase in sacrifice is a challenge to the devil. Your resolution to serve God in holiness and righteousness is the devil's headache. When Balak the son of Zippor, the Moabite king, saw the children of Israel, he became terrified. And then, see what he did in verse 5. Verse 5. Numbers chapter 22 verse 5. And Balak sent messengers to call Balaam Balak sent for Balaam, son of Beor, who was living in his native land of Praetorah, near the Euphrates River. His message said, look, a vast horde of people has arrived from Egypt. They cover the face of the earth and are threatening me. They are threatening me. Can you see? See intense intelligence gathering. So Balak knew where they arrived from. They have arrived from Egypt. I am convinced that he was not seeing them with his natural eyes. The children of Israel were not even aware of him. Yet he complained that they were threatening him. Yes, you may not know, my dear people of God. You may not know, but your spiritual appearance by itself is a major threat to the enemy. How can people who were captives in Egypt be a threat to an established king who had a strong government in place? How? Dearly beloved, do not underestimate yourself in the spirit. The enemy is so threatened because he knows that you will grow, multiply and cover the face of the earth. Even when you do not see anything powerful about yourself like Gideon, the enemy already sees that you are a mighty nation that will cover the face of the earth. Balaam was so threatened by a people without a properly trained army. Balak also recognized that the battle with God's people was not a battle of bows and arrows. He therefore strategically, invited a prophet to come and do some demonic work for him in verse 6 he sent message to balaam and said please come and curse these people for me can you see that come and curse these people for me because they are too powerful for me they are too powerful for me then perhaps I will be able to conquer them and drive them from the land. I know that blessings fall on any people you bless and curses fall on people you curse. Do you see that? The curses of Balaam were to demobilize the children of Israel so that Balak could conquer them. And do you know what Balaam requested for? Numbers 23, verse 1. Then Balaam said to Balak, Build seven altars for me here. Seven altars. And prepare for me here seven bulls and seven rams. And Balak did just as Balaam had spoken. And Balak and Balaam offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then Balaam said to Balak, Stand by your offering and I will go. Perhaps... The Lord will come to meet me, and whatever he shows me, I will tell you. So he went to a desolate height. My goodness, seven altars. And don't forget that altars are built with stones. stones. Seven of those altars with seven bulls and seven rams. You see how powerful you are? The more powerful you become, Through God, the more altars and sacrifices the enemies make to curse and attack you. Wow! Balak was also asked to stand by his burnt (laughs) offerings. In the spirit, every man must identify with their sacrifices. I repeat, in the spirit. Every man must identify, every woman must stand by their own sacrifices. God honors sacrifices. He asks for his saints to be gathered unto him. And the call is restricted only to those who have made covenant with him, with God, by sacrifice. Psalm 50 verse 5 Seven altars of stones to offer up seven bulls and seven rams just to curse innocent people who were unaware of this evil plot there are things going on behind you that you are unaware of your prayer life is a threat to the enemy because of your commitment to god's kingdom satan has mobilized his men to altars against you and sacrifices against you but can I tell you something they have failed their plan is dead on arrival their evil plot is destroyed already Balak the king was asked to stand by his sacrifice dearly beloved if you are asked to stand by your sacrifice if you are asked by God to stand by your sacrifice will you feel honored will you feel happy if God is to broadcast your spiritual sacrifice as a believer your prayer life your personal private life at home if God is to broadcast your study life as a child of God as a disciple of Jesus as a church leader as a worshiper as a husband as a wife as a child will you be happy Will you be excited? Will you be honored? Will you be so, so excited to invite family and friends to come to see? My goodness, if God is asking you to stand by your sacrifice, will you be ashamed or will you be happy? Do you know that God responded to the seven altars built by Balaam? Verse 4, says, and God met Balaam and he said to him i have prepared seven altars (laughs) i have prepared seven altars and i have offered on each altar a bull and a ram the altar preparation is not enough what sacrifice is on it what sacrifice so balaam told balak the customer the evil man who was looking for a curse against god's children to bring Seven to build seven altars and put seven sacrifices a bull and a ram and to stand by it and God appeared so God appeared and intervened see that is the direct heavenly intervention that is when God by himself arises to scatter your enemies Psalm 68 verse 1 and 2 let God arise let his enemies be scattered let them also that hate him flee before him as smoke is driven away so drive them away lord drive them away as wax melted before the fire so let the wicked perish at the presence of god god intervened for his people and put his blessings in the mouth of balaam my goodness and instead of pronouncing curses blessings blessings were flowing out of his mouth unwillingly of course blessings were coming out of his mouth wow wow so shall the lord do to all those with satanic altars those who are cursing you to alter the curse of your life god will turn the curses into a big great blessing for your life. You will be great. You are mighty. You are powerful. You are great in the sight of God and in the sight of your enemies. Every evil spoken against you in secret places, every altar built against you, every Curses spoken against you is turned into great blessings. You will not fail, you will not fall, you will not falter. Every altar built against you is cut down, is cut down. The enemy will walk in shame and walk in vain as far as your life is concerned. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, do you not? Know that the enemy did not give up on the people of God my dear friends, he did not in Numbers chapter 24 verse 13 to 15 look at what it says then Balak said to him please, please come with me to another place let's look for another place of advantage from which you may see them, you shall see only the outer part of them and shall not see them all cast them for me from there verse 14 so he brought him to the field of zophim to the top of pisgah and built again seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar and he said to balak stand here by your burnt offering while i meet the lord over there balak still insisted and located another strategic place my goodness another strategic place from which he could launch his attack so he invited the prophet again built several other altars sacrificed and stood by his offering my god the enemy will not give up but i tell you something he will give up at last hallelujah the lord appeared to balaam again Immobilized them and replaced the curses in his mouth with powerful and glorious blessings yet again you would expect the enemy to give up but no the enemy does not give up without an intense fight i repeat the enemy satanic agent demonic agents do not give up without an intense fight in verse 27 to 30 again then balak said to Balaam, please come i will take you to another place perhaps it will please god that you may curse them for me from there cursing god's people in the name of god witchcraft satanic demonic operations and you need to rise against it god is standing on your behalf my goodness He says, I I was reading it this morning as I was seeking the Lord. He said, I have given you power over all devils. Over all devils. Hallelujah. So Balak took Balaam to the top. The top of Peor, another place that overlooks the wasteland. Then Balaam said to Balak, build for me here seven altars again and prepare for me here seven bulls and seven rams and balak did as balaam had said and offered a bull and a ram on every altar while all this was happening god's people were unaware of the evil that was against them 21 altars and 32 sacrifices all in all just to curse God's people. 21 altars built in different strategic locations to curse God's people. The curses would have been valid if God had not appeared to intercept, to intervene and translate the curses into blessings for his people. Beloved, there are altars built in various locations in your city. Yes, do not think that this is limited to the old testament only paul observed this in the city of athens in acts chapter 17 verse 22 to 23 then paul stood up in the meeting of the areopagus and said "Men of athens i see that in every way you are very religious verse 23 for as i walked around and examined your objects of worship i even found an altar (laughs) hallelujah if you walk around in the spirit you will see altars in your city i found an altar with this inscription to an unknown god therefore what to worship as something unknown and now proclaim to you in their effort to connect to the supernatural God they built altars altars all over the city but they had no knowledge of God and when there is no knowledge Satan takes advantage Satan takes advantage a serious challenge in this perilous times that we are living in is that the system and strategy of the enemy has evolved, has changed. Altars are no longer physical and can only be seen by divine spiritual insight. In Numbers, Balaam built physical altars to cast God's people, 21 of them. But in Revelation chapter 2, verse 12 to 14, Balaam had become a doctrine in the church of Pegamos, He was no longer a physical altar. He had changed. He had evolved. He had metamorphosized into a doctrine. A doctrine that was taught in a good church. The church had good works. They held fast to the name of God. They did not deny the faith. Even when Antipas was killed as a Matthias, they held on. But the enemy had invaded the church in Pergamos with the doctrine of Balaam which God hated Wow the doctrine of Balaam it was no longer an altar not a physical altar it was a spiritual altar in the Old Testament the altar was physically built with stones in Revelation chapter 2 the altar had become a demonic doctrine in the church taught by demonic stones Satan had changed strategy programmed and positioned some stones in the church to hold the doctrine of balaam to hold the doctrine of balaam the doctrine of sexual immorality the doctrine of hyper grace the doctrine of idolatry the doctrine of evil works the doctrine of the devil the doctrine of balaam has been strongly held onto in the church of the living god Jezebel, who bankrolled the prophets of Baal and their physical altars in the Old Testament, she became a prophetess in the church in Teatira in Revelation chapter 2. The enemy has changed strategy, my dear friends. A church with good works, with love, with service, with faith, with patience, was corrupted by the woman Jezebel, who called herself a her prophetess. The physical altar had become a prophetess and a teacher in the vibrant church of Tiatira. The battle has changed. The strategy has changed. The altar is no longer physical, my friends. Satanic altars have become a system, a doctrine, a pattern, a strategy that camouflages under the prophetic and teaching ministry ministries to seduce the living stones to commit sexual immorality and intense idolatry but there is a superior altar hallelujah there is a superior altar built with living stones which god is raising in this end time to checkmate the activity of the enemy with these living stones jesus is building his church and the triumphant and victorious church Built by the Lord Jesus Christ cannot be overpowered by the gates of hell. You and I are the living stones with which Jesus is building his church. Dearly beloved, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5, You also, you also, as living stones have been built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ God is building a spiritual house into her holy priesthood a generation that offers spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God a People that will shut down satanic activities and demonic kingdoms. Yes, yes, you are that spiritual altar raised by God to alter everything in the spirit. You are part of the spiritual house that God is building. You are a living stone. You are a spiritual sacrifice and through you, the doctrines of Balaam will be exposed, dismantled, and demobilized. His influence will be cut off. His curses are turned into a blessing this day. The evil Jezebel is exposed. Our prophetic ministry is thrown down. Her teachings are exposed and you are free. I say you are free to flourish. You are free to expand. You are free to blossom and to bear fruit and your fruit will abide. Your light will shine. Your marriage will blossom. The glory of the Lord will be revealed. Your prayer life will take a new dimension. Your heart will rejoice in God. The name of the Lord Jesus will be glorified and this I speak as I have been commanded by my Lord Jesús Christ. Amén. Amén.